Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Pakistan Cricket Podcast. Episode 4, Women's Cricket, Commentary, and Online Pakistani Fan Culture with Hijab Zahid and Alvina Ahmed. So I'm pleased to be joined by Hijab Zahid and Alvina Ahmed. Hijab is an aspiring cricket commentator who is the runner-up in The Voice of Pakistan, an initiative to find new commentary talent in the country. Alvina is a Pakistani cricket fan and writes for Kiladi Sports, an online platform for sports analysis. Thank you for joining me, Hijab and Alvina. Uh, how are you both doing? Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. It's uh, nice to be here, Sami. And um, we're doing great. How are you? <laughs> Not bad. How about you, Alvina? I'm doing great too. Just a little under the weather, but otherwise, great. Uh, yeah. And as I told you before, any coughs, I will uh, edit out of the recording. So you no might worries. have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was wondering if. Uh, Maybe we could begin by both of you telling us about how and when you got into cricket. Maybe we can begin with uh, you, Hijab. So how did I get into cricket? How do you answer that when you belong from Pakistan? There's only one answer to that, Sami, and that <laughs> is that it's uh, since about I was like six or seven years old, I remember watching my first match live in the stadium. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, as I've said before, my dad was a huge uh, cricket uh, fanatic as well. He used to play and he was the one who actually taught me everything I know about cricket as well. He used to answer mm-hmm. a million questions that I had about each and every rule and what is happening, why is why is it happening? And he was very patient with me as well while explaining everything. So yeah, that's that's when my interest started to build and that's when I got into cricket. And I've been watching it for, for um, almost two decades now. I can easily say that. So yeah, it it's if you're if you're a Pakistani, there's a there's like a ninety-nine percent chance that it's in your blood already. You're born with it, with the love for this game and the love for um, your country and its representation as well. Great. Yeah, I think I went to my first game in 
Karachi National Stadium when I was three or four. I, I barely remember it, but uh, apparently I loved it. Obviously. <laughs> from that age. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've been told at least. How about you, Alvina? Um, I'm reminded of Sarfraj's response. My answer is also the same, no difference. <laughs> 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 Okay. Okay. How about this, Alvia? When uh, did you start playing cricket? Do you play cricket now? Did you play cricket as yeah, a kid? I used to play cricket with my cousins. Like my whole family was cricket crazy. Like I don't, re- I don't exactly remember when was the first game that I watched on TV. But like everybody was always watching it. Whenever there was a game, on, it was an understood thing. My parents were watching it. My grandparents were watching it. My cousins, my uncles and aunts, everybody was watching it. And uh, mm-hmm. I would play with my cousins. Uh, they were like all male cousins uh, my cousin went on to become an international cricketer for his country they would come over oh, wow. summers so i would play with them obviously i would get out earlier <laughs> but i played <laughs> a lot with them the rooftop proper cricket like you know breaking gl- windows and then losing your ball to the neighbors who wouldn't return it or yeah, they would I cut it in half <laughs> spending your pocket money on so, buying new balls every day yeah and take exactly. And tape, yeah. and I did not know how to do that thing, but my cousins would do that. You know, they they would tape it in certain ways to spin it in specific or swing it. Mm-hmm. And I I thought it was so cool. I wanted to join cricket, uh, you know, from that time. I couldn't, but uh, I'm glad my cousin went on to become one. That is wonderful. But yeah, can I ask so who I, your cousin is? Uh, just out yeah, of curiosity, he plays, he plays for Oman, so it's an associate nation, and Sufyan Mahmood. Great. I'll look out for him. Uh, what about you, uh, Hijab? We, we do not oh, give sorry, him any no. importance, though. I make sure we do not give him any importance. He's always telling us. <laughs> and we like, oh, oh, please, about him <laughs> Being a good cousin that you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows I love cricket, so he's always sharing his tours and things. He's always sharing his tours and everything. And I'm like, yeah, but nobody cares about Oman. So <laughs> I just do it to please him. Of course, I follow his game and everything, but... <laughs> what about you hijab did you play with cousins and did you uh, tell your cousins they were terrible as well no they were not terrible neither was i i was a very good batsman um yes i did play street cricket until the age of what 10 11 but then because i was a girl mm-hmm. i was asked you know you cannot play street cr- cricket with boys anymore you gotta mm-hmm. go inside the house help your mom and well my dad was not okay with that so he used to take me to um the cricket ground where i could play um and um i played until the age of i think uh 13 14 and then unfortunately i lost my father and i kind of lost the interest in the game as well for a while as well because that was a bit traumatic for me yeah i'm sorry so yeah yeah well that's life but yeah we do miss him so um yeah, that's that's the age until I played, and then I started playing tennis afterwards. Um, got a bit interested in that, so that's when that's when I, you know, continued with my love for this for for sports generally. But mm-hmm. I've always been watching cricket. But I played just until the age of I think thirteen, fourteen, and uh, never got the opportunity to play after that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm curious about you know what attracted you to to commentary i'm i'm assuming it's you know pretty obvious you love cricket and you're interested in talking about it um so i was kind of curious if you could talk about your your journey or interest in commentary and uh who are the commentators you look up to both inside and outside pakistan so i'll be very straightforward with you sami i never um imagined myself being a cricket commentator not until i got a, you know a 
I got a chance to submit a clip into Voice of Pakistan. That's when I, you know, uh, started imagining, you know what, this is something that I might be able to do. So um, a huge credit to my brother for that because he thought that I'll be a good commentator because whenever we watch games uh, sitting in our TV lounge and we just commentate on it on our own. There is there is like a very healthy commentary going on between me and my brother. And when the opportunity came for to apply for a Voice of Pakistan, he was the one who told me, you know what, you talk too much about cricket. Maybe you should apply for this. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's not a bad idea. So that's when I thought that maybe I might be able to do it. Um, uh, thank, thankfully, I uh, was able to go to the top three, which I'm extremely grateful for. Thank you to mm-hmm. Allah Almighty and everybody who was involved in that, uh, especially my mother and her prayers, because uh, she knew how much I love the game and she knew how much it meant to me to um, represent Pakistan uh, in some capacity in mm-hmm. the field of cricket. So, yeah, she prayed a lot for me. She supported me being a single mother. She has kind of, um, you know, had her uh, struggles as well. And so so have I. But um, that's basically when my commentary, um, you know, um, interest started and all, all, also we've always been listening to great commentators um, in Pakistan you currently Aruj Mumtaz is my favorite I love mm-hmm. to listening to her commentary Ramiz Raja is one of my favorites as well but if you talk mm-hmm. about internationally it has got to be Nasser Sen. I just love yeah. his commentary I just <laughs> love his catchy lines whenever I hear them whenever I um, you know even if it's a decade later it takes me right back to that point where he said it and all those emotions just come back rushing in and that's what I want to do for Pakistan as well Absolutely. Yeah. Uruj is amazing. And yeah, your favorites are probably some of my favorites as well. I mean, I think the Sky Sports cricket team in general is just, I think their commentary is excellent. Um, Alvina, you're writing, you're a Pakistani cricket fan, obviously, but you're, I've seen at least online that you're also writing for Khalidi Sports uh, on cricket. Could you talk about, you know, the platform and what your ambitions are with regards to journalism? Is this just for fun or are you planning on making this a career as well? It's Kilari Sports, actually. Oh, Kilari Sports. Okay, <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, writing is something I've always enjoyed doing. Like, I love writing. I used to write random life blogs and short stories when I was, in, you know, in, like, in 2013, 14. And I loved cricket. So I decided to try combining the two things. To, I love writing and cricket only for fun. Um, mm-hmm. I saw this uh, website when they were setting up and they were taking in writers. Uh, they did not need people, uh, like the experience wasn't necessary. So that was the biggest motivation for me. I wasn't sure I'd get in because um, I thought they'd be biased towards women or females. But thankfully, they did consider me. And uh, I've written for them uh, for a bit, but I haven't got, I'm still on their team, but I haven't contributed in a long time. But I've mm-hmm. only did it for fun, like because I enjoy writing and I enjoy cricket. I just wanted to, you know, pen down my emotions and uh, wanted to write about the game. Uh, some mm-hmm. of my pieces have been very report-like, uh, not having much analysis. That's because I've been very conscious about my writing. I'm not sure people will like it. I have this constant fear that people will be judging it. Based, like, I mean, obviously I'm an amateur. I'm just trying to write. Uh, mm-hmm. And they'll be judging based on my gender. Okay, she's a girl. What does she know? So I've been mm-hmm. been super conscious all the time. Even while, while I've been writing for this website, only my close family knows I wrote for this website. Like, no, nobody from my friend circle knows actually, <laughs> because um, I don't know I'm not so I'm not that comfortable sharing with people I know in real life. You know, maybe they'll stumble upon it sometime online, but they haven't so far. 
it's basically just a website for fans uh, uh, who want to share their analysis and write about the games they love. They have more than cricket. I only write wrote on cricket, but they have other sports as well. Yeah, I mean, and thanks for sharing that because I think sometimes people don't re- people who haven't written or uh, you know haven't thought about writing it can be quite terrifying. I'm I'm assuming it's kind of similar to doing commentary as well. You feel like you're going to be judged. Um, hijab was that? Did you ever feel nervous or worried about how people are going to judge you uh, when you were doing the competition? Wildly, because um, this was the first time, like Alvina mentioned, we just kept our interests to us. We never actually publicized it or advertised it in front of the world that you know we are this much uh, passionate about cricket, and we get vilified as well because of it because we're women and there's a general perception that women Mm -hmm. cannot talk about cricket or cannot write about cricket because they don't follow it much and it's just it's just a um fun pastime for them it cannot be a career um and they cannot understand the specifics of the game as well as men can which is um not not correct in my opinion so yeah i was uh, because this coming into this uh, competition sami was um it was kind of like you were letting go of your anonymity. Everyone is going to know who you are. Every, everyone is going to know your voice, your face, your name. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was, I was definitely nervous. And uh, so was my family. But um, in my experience, it wasn't as bad as I mm-hmm. thought it would be. Because although there were people who were, who were trying to bring me down, um, not not necessarily just because I'm a woman, just because they didn't like my work and, you know, they were pretty open mm-hmm. about it. So, and that's perfectly fine with me, obviously. But although there were a lot of people trying to bring me down, there were just more people trying to lift me up as well. Strangers, people I don't even know, people I have never spoken to or have never interacted with. And that's the beauty of social media, uh, because it takes you to the, to 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 a place where you can just build up an image that you want to build up and you, you're not defined by your past. You're not defined by anything, but your love for the game. So yeah, definitely. I was nervous, but I think I'm gaining more That's confidence good. by and, the day. Uh, you know, I hope that continues and I hope Alvina that you, you know, you get back to writing and, you know, I hope that um, you feel I more comfortable. Recently, I did recently contribute a piece for another website after the D20 World Cup because I just wanted to write again. <laughs> I love writing. That's that's great. Well, I hope that yeah, continues. So I and But I completely understand. I don't want to downplay, you know, uh, why you may feel uncomfortable. I totally understand that. But I agree with Hijab that there are people who appreciate. I received a lot of positive feedback on that piece as well. So there are people who do appreciate, even if they do not, you know. And I think strangers do it more than people, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good to hear. That is definitely that is great to hear and and comforting that that is also the case alongside uh, you know maybe the abuse sadly that um, people get especially if you're a woman um now i had come across both of you on twitter a few months back uh, but decided to contact you after listening to you talk about women's cricket in pakistan on a twitter spaces conversation hosted by cover drive um, as he goes by on twitter um, before we get into some of the issues regarding women's cricket which i think both of you have already hinted at I was wondering if we could talk about um, online spaces used by Pakistani fans to discuss cricket. Change of pace has been around for some time, I believe. Um, but we also have grassroots cricket and Twitter spaces that are hosted by a number of fans. Um, I'm new to all of this. Uh, so I was wondering if you two could talk about the online Pakistani cricket public sphere. Um, what sorts of spaces exist? Are they accessible for people across gender and class? Alvina, do you want to go yeah, first? Okay. 
So change of pace has been around for some time, like you said, and it's a great platform because they like it's really fun listening to their commentary, and then there's a chat thing going on along with the commentary, where the fans are engaging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's always fun joining them. Grassroots is, I think, a brilliant platform because of the way they cover domestic as well, but in so much detail, and they have stats and everything, and some great articles. And obviously, Absolutely. they accept contributions as well. I think from people who want to, you know, just guest writers. Uh, Twitter Spaces is, I think, by far the best addition to the Pakistan cricket community mm-hmm. uh, because of how yeah, informal they are and easily accessible for everyone. Uh, anybody can join in, request for the mic in any topic. And uh, I've actually uh, come across Twitter Spaces that have been hosted by fans who have great knowledge of the game and a very deep understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, always there are a lot, always a lot of different opinions coming, but they've all respectful of each other and there's no differentiation based on your gender or your class or your exp- expertise like nobody's asking you how many games you've played before you commenting on the game mm-hmm. and uh, some some of these fans have like proper stats backing their opinions so they actually make you question your own opinions about something and that's pretty cool i always enjoy listening to these spaces after every game because there's so much to learn from there's there are often things you miss during a match and then there's somebody pointing it out and you're like oh wow that happened and maybe that's pointing towards something. Um, mm-hmm. Apart from that, I feel uh, spaces have been great because uh, they've been hosted by team managers during PSL, like the PSL team managers, coaches and some Pakistan players as well. So they've mm-hmm. made them more approachable and accessible. Like they take in questions from the fans, fans they're, ask, they're answering the questions about squad selections and, you know, certain games. Like I got a chance to speak with Azhar Mahmood in a space. I would have never imagined it was possible. But I think I was listening into that one as well. He was there for hours, right? Like three hours oh, plus, maybe. Yeah, I was so. At first, I was a little, you know, conscious. Okay, what do I know? Maybe I shouldn't ask that much. But then it was going on for so long. It was very informal, and he was answering all kinds of questions. You did not have to be mm-hmm. an expert or asking any technical questions exactly. So I asked him a few questions like, uh, related to Islam, about United and their coaching experience there. But it was mm-hmm. great. I've, uh, so the spaces have made all these people more approachable and accessible for normal fans like us who are sitting in our homes. Mm-hmm. Is Has the experience been similar for you, Hijab? Yeah, very similar. Lina actually defined it very beautifully. Um, they're very interactive. They're very open, um, respectful. And um, I do believe that there is no gender discrimination or any, any other kind of discrimination among the speakers or the listeners. And um, there are a lot of opinions, there are a lot of uh, perceptions coming into uh, those Twitter spaces and everybody is willing to listen. And this is something that I think um, mm-hmm. we should practice more. Um, we're all willing to talk, but we're never willing to listen. So these Twitter spaces, they make you listen to different opinions. And like Alvina mentioned, people come in with proofs and with stats to back up their opinions. And that's actually wonderful. It makes you uh, want to open up your mind and absorb as, as much knowledge as mm-hmm. you can about, about the game. And you get to interact with people like Avina mentioned, Azam Mahmood was here very recently, the Habriyas That's was right. here as well on yeah. the Twitter space and he was interacting with his fans. Yeah. We, I got to speak to both of them, which was amazing because if you if you think about it, um, um, go back 10 years, do you imagine talking to Shahid Afridi on Twitter <laughs> or yeah. just... You know, any any other uh, Pakistani cricketer just, you know, um, on a social media platform, that's unimaginable. 
but now it's not anymore because of these spaces and everything. And Change of Pace is amazing. I always listen to them. Their wit, their mm-hmm. um, their commentary, their um, their camaraderie with each other, all, all the members of that team is amazing. And you get a very fresh um, voice to hear during cricket matches and very fresh uh, mm-hmm. you know perspectives as well. Um, and I think lastly, you mentioned Grassroots as well. And Grassroots is, they do justice to their name because of the coverage, the kind of coverage they provide at the domestic level and the kind of information they provide, the kind of visuals they provide mm-hmm. is just amazing. I've been following them for a while now. And I just recently did a interview with uh, Hassan as well. Hassan, uh, Nawab Hassan That's right. From, I saw that from recently. Their team and what a wonderful experience. Yeah, what a wonderful experience that was. He's such a gracious host. So yeah, all of these um, uh, platforms are really amazing. And they have actually brought the cricket community much closer to each other. Um, you, it brought you to us something. <laughs> that, right, so, that is right. <laughs> need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> that is right. And yeah, uh, the Azhar Mahmood, and I think Hassan Chima does so many of these, which are excellent as well. You know, as you both know, probably better than me uh, from Islamabad yeah. United. Heather Azhar as well. Giving... Heather he Azhar does. Heather Azhar yeah. did, did one as well. He did right after the yeah. drops and he actually explained the selections, the sports selection, why he picked certain players and why. I mean, I thought that was amazing. It was definitely. And he did one. He did one um, just before the yeah, final, uh, final yeah. as well of the PSL 7, the one that was between Lahore and Multan. Do you remember yes, that yes, one? Yes. Know. It was very long, right? There was a space where, but, there was a space was where the players were being part of. Herrera was a part of the space. It was great listening to him because everybody was excited to watch him in PSL and it was during PSL that he, mm-hmm. he did join in space and he answered certain questions. He shared his experience. So it's great. I mean, it makes them so easily approachable and accessible. It's mind-blowing. That's amazing. I'm jealous now. I wish I'd started Twitter Spaces earlier because <laughs> I missed out on all this. Um, now, I think I'm right in thinking that you both have been following how the Pakistani team has been doing at the Women's World Cup. Uh, the timings may not work for you, but I, I think you're still following it. Um, how would you rate how the team has done overall? Uh, do you think they're getting, getting the credit they deserve? Um, maybe you can start with you. Um, I think they've done well. I mean, the results say otherwise. But I would not rate the campaign as horrible, considering they've played, you know, if you actually look at the games, they've played close games, at least two games were close that they should have won, now South Africa won and the Bangladesh won. And now that you look at the points, South Africa has already qualified for the semis. So it was huge, losing to them by six runs only. Should have definitely won that one, but it was huge, losing to them by six runs. So that actually... Uh, and even the West Indies game, West Indies actually beat New Zealand and England. England is like the defending champion. Uh, so it's huge that we beat them. Yeah, it was a rain-affected game, only 20 overs. But West Indies are like the masters of the T20 game. They have, even their women's team has a like T20 trophy. So that should have only gone in their favor. But I, the way the girls played, the ball, bowling was amazing. I mean, they never let them, I think only uh, two or three players were, made double figures from the entire West Indies team. So I feel the overall campaign has been good. Uh, not exactly ideal, but it, uh, the girls have shown a lot of potential and uh, yeah, there are some things we need to work on. Like drop catches will always cost you games. In game awareness and, you know, just crossing the line, not panicking. So overall, I've, I'm satisfied with the campaign. I think we're on the right path. We just need to work on a little things to improve and cross the line next time. Absolutely. And I think that Nasir Hussain made the same point in the commentary in the at the beginning of the England game yesterday that, you know, Pakistan could easily have had uh, three wins rather than just the one. Exactly. Um, they've had some close games and a lot of players have done really well. Um, 
What about you, Hijab? How do you think they've been doing? So um, I do agree with Alvina. Um, the results do not exactly show the amount of effort that our women have put into this campaign and into this World Cup going in. Um, there were not a, there were not a lot of expectations from them because of their um, previous records, but we were all kind of excited that you know maybe something will kind of come out of this campaign, and it definitely did. Um, we saw how the world appreciated our our skipper Bisma Maru mm-hmm. uh, coming back into the team just six months after she gave birth to her baby daughter, and then just leading the team from the front. Uh, we definitely were very excited to see youngsters like Aisha Nasim and then Muniba Ali. What what a wonderful addition they are to mm-hmm. the team. And I do believe we could have won the South Africa game. We could have won the Bangladesh game. They were literally um, won in the last over, but that's the game of cricket. It's a bit cruel sometimes. One has to win, one has to lose. And I think that it will only build character for the girls because they know that they have put in everything they are fighters they will come back inshallah they are not going to stop and whatever issues or whatever um you know problems they're facing at the moment um the only way to move forward is to conquer them they cannot be ignored uh we need some better training we need some better facilities we need some investment going into women's cricket we need it we need it to be broadcasted all across the country. We need heroes. We need people to love our women cricket cricketers just as much as they love our men mm-hmm. cricketers. And we need a proper support going into their campaign as well. Um, I, w- I wouldn't say that I am satisfied with the kind of credit they got, but the thing is that it's not about credit in my opinion. Right now, it's only about support. Um, we need to support them, then they'll produce results. We need to give them um, the same platform, the same playing level field that the other women cricketers mm-hmm. get all across mm-hmm. the world. I'm very happy with their performance against West Indies. That was they absolutely dominated that game, and I do believe that they have a bright future. We just need to be a bit patient with them, and we need to support them through the through the rough patches as well. No team can give you 10 out of 10 wins. Um, England uh, was defending champion, and they have still struggled throughout this uh, World Cup campaign. And uh, they won the game against us uh, yesterday, and they won quite quite comprehensively. But I do believe that our, our our cricketers have potential, and it's just they need a bit more experience. We need bilateral series with uh, countries like England and West Indies and New Zealand for the girls to gain more confidence, to be familiar with the conditions that they are playing in as well. Yeah, that makes that, no, that makes complete sense. You're right. I think that um, support is a better word than credit uh, in this regard. You're right. Um, and Alvina, you know, I think uh, Hijab has already mentioned Bisma Maruf, uh, and there's been a lot of coverage of uh, Bisma in the non-Pakistani press as well. Uh, you know, uh, recently having a baby and the baby being one of the one of the stars of the tournament uh, in many ways. Um, I think. I saw that on your Twitter uh, profile or in your tw- on your Twitter page that you had a photo um, uh, of yours was uh, retweeted by uh, Bisma. Uh, could you talk a little bit about you know what what the poster said that you were holding up and uh, um, what why you you know were highlighting Bisma Maruf there? Uh, first of all, I think uh, I still can't believe it happened. The poster actually reached her and she shared it. Uh, the poster said, let Bisma Maruf know she is my inspiration. Uh, I decided to carry that poster because she is actually my inspiration. From the day I saw the video that she was returning to training, I've been in awe of her. Uh, she's mm-hmm. been an inspiration for the women and girls in a lot of ways, not one way. 
he's breaking a lot of stereotypes. Um, he chose a career like playing cricket. That that I mean that can that is inspirational in itself in a society like ours. To choose that career is something that is uh, you know that's kind of difficult. But she did it, and then becoming a mother and still returning to the field that shows her level of commitment. She was really committed mm-hmm. to the career she chose, and she's committed to her family. So she has, uh, you know, benefited from the parental policy as well. Where her mother's with her and a baby is with her, and uh, I'm in awe of how she returned to that fitness level just five months after giving birth. To be mm-hmm. fit enough to captain your team, and we see how she is doing. Like the very second game, she had 78 not out against a team like Australia. That was huge. Mm-hmm. considering mm-hmm. how what she was coming in from a break she just had a baby and she's kept in the side well, uh, well as well of course maybe people will point out some errors yeah but overall I think she's done pretty well uh, both the jobs she's doing two jobs at a time motherhood and captaincy in a world cup they're both full-time jobs you do not get any of mm-hmm. uh, motherhood is a job you're not getting paid for but I don't think people realize how much effort it requires because uh, her babies were only a few months old and entirely dependent on her. Mm-hmm. Of course, she has help from a mother that is helping her, and the you know the PCV policy has been really beneficial for her. Uh, but to be that committed to the game, to be that passionate about the game, uh, to return has been really inspirational. And not only for women who want to pursue sports, but generally, uh, generally women pursuing other careers. Like in our society, women are forced to choose between family or career. And she's shown that you do mm-hmm. not have to choose between those two things. You can do two, both the things together. It does not have to be family or career. It can be family and career. You just need the right kind of backing and support from those around you, from the place you're working in. And women can do incredible things if they're supported in the correct ways. And uh, the way she's returned so soon, so that actually shows that uh, you can actually, it does not have to take a long time either. Like most women actually uh, get affected with depression and all because how their life changes after a baby but she was soon back mm-hmm. on the field it's amazing so yeah she's an inspiration for me uh, and whatever I do in life I always, always idealize her like how she is managing everything and not she's always smiling and she's always relaxed you'll never see her tense or worried she's yeah that's true so she's an inspiration and I wanted to carry the poster because I wanted somebody to maybe Maybe I thought maybe somebody will somebody from her family will see it on TV and convey it to her, and that will kind of motivate her. I've seen her interviews mm-hmm. and she's always said that she wants to be an inspiration. I wanted to wanted her to know that yes, she is inspiring women. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad the poster reached her, and uh, I hope that motivated the girls and them. And I'd like to think the win that came after it was kind of motivated. Uh, like the poster maybe did their job. They know that people the back home are following them. Obviously, they do not get the uh, that much backing from like as compared to the men's team. They all they do not get that much support. But I wanted them to know that we're watching, we're backing them. There are a lot of girls here and a lot of men. We're all watching them. We're all backing them. So I'm glad it reached mm-hmm. I absolutely agreed with everything Alina said. She's an inspiration. And Alina, let me uh, tell you on behalf of everyone that we absolutely love that you took that poster. We absolutely love the fact that Bisma acknowledged it. And these girls need to know that we're right here, we're watching, we're praying, and we're supporting them throughout. So thank you. I, I do want to thank, thank Alina you. for that. Uh, that was actually a pretty, pretty, pretty awesome thank gesture. You. So you. you go, girl. Thank you. 
yeah, I did it for on behalf of all of us. I know we're all, I've seen a lot of posts for her, but I've, I'm glad she knows now that we're all backing her. And uh, actually, she's received a lot of love from, uh, like I was reading the comments. Obviously, there was hate, but there were comments from across the border as well. The people commenting, oh, Bisma, you are inspiration too. And it was lovely to read mm-hmm. those. I mean, she's inspiring women globally. It's not even just Pakistan. I think we're not appreciating her enough. Yeah, that was very heartwarming to see the kind of um, the kind of uh, support and the kind of love she got from our neighboring country, from India, from their players, from their people. Um, that's that's always a very heartwarming moment. And Hijab, just quickly, somebody else who has been getting a lot of credit, uh, you know, has been a commentator, uh, Sanamir at the at the World Cup. I've been listening to you know her commentary, and she's I think been the best commentator on during the World Cup. You know, her knowledge of the Pakistan team and uh, women's cricket in general. Uh, as somebody who was a you know a really important player for Pakistan and a captain, I was kind of curious what you thought about her commentary and how uh, you know that's been appreciated by a lot of uh, Indian fans and uh, journalists as well. Actually, I love her. I I cannot stress this enough. Uh, she's a, she's my hero. So you're just asking me to talk about my hero. I can go <laughs> on and on about Sanamir, about how awesome she is as she was as a player. She is now as a presenter and a commentator. Her knowledge of the game. Her delivery of, um, you know, the way that she explains everything to the viewers who are seeing, it's it's as if you are hearing it from a mentor rather than from a commentator. It's her her insights into um, Pakistan team, into our struggles and everything was very heartwarming to watch her wit, her banter with Anjun, Anjun <laughs> Chopra right. was so amazing. <laughs> the behind the scenes video that we've seen are, are, are absolutely heartwarming to see. So yes, I can't wait. Um, to one day uh, meet her and, you know, learn from her because uh, she's definitely a hero and she deserves a lot more support and a lot more love from us than she's already received. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I think, you know, both of you have talked about this uh, in a number of the answers you've given so far. Uh, But I was wondering if you could talk about some of the challenges that women face uh, in playing cricket in Pakistan. Um, Perhaps you can begin with you, Alvina. This is uh, actually an interesting question because there are a lot. There's a lot to say. Uh, firstly, uh, I think our society is not uh, ready to accept women in sports. Like we have a tough time accepting women, working women. You know, working women are always looked down upon. Like maybe they cannot, they're not family. They're not, you know, they cannot carry, go along with families. You know, people are reluctant to get married, the chance to working women. So. A woman in sport is still uh, a very difficult idea for people to accept. So, and particularly if you talk about cricket, we've seen how cricket is almost like a national sport. Uh, almost every guy is playing cricket and watching cricket, but for women it's different. Even if a girl is following cricket and liking liking it and uh, wanting to pursue it, the opportunities are very limited because first of all you cannot you're not going out on the street and playing. The max you can do is play with your siblings on your rooftop on your terrace or something, but uh, you cannot go out on the street because uh, what will people say, you know? Even if your parents are supportive, they'll always think about the society, as is the case. In, as is the case. Uh, the, and then again, uh, I'm not, not just streets, even grounds. I think uh, guys are not that willing to share the grounds. I've never seen girls playing in the sense, like apart from tournaments, you know, there's like people from a neighborhood, girls from a neighborhood playing in a ground. 
and I'm highly doubtful that any guys will be willing to accept girls coming in and playing with them or leaving the ground for them, letting them play. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think we have enough training academies. Like, I remember a time when I wanted to join cricket and I did not know where to go. I, uh, even the schools and colleges, universities, they're not promoting women's cricket. There are men's team, there are inter-school tournaments, there are inter-college tournaments, inter-university tournaments for the men's team. At max, there will be a women's basketball team or a throwball team, but nothing on cricket. So I uh, mm-hmm. think we need more training academies for uh, women for women's cricket and uh, we need more inter-school, inter-college tournaments. So there's, you know, talent scouting. Uh, people are actually attracted towards this sport. Uh, the girls who actually want to pursue it have, know where to go, can actually try out and make a career here in this. So there's like there are a lot of issues starting, but the all the all the go back to the mentality. People are not yet ready to accept women in cricket, even though our women have done incredible things. And Amir was a number one ODI bowler. That's a huge achievement. Fatma mm-hmm. just received an ICC award. That's huge, and I think. It's on us as well. We've not celebrated them enough to let the people know that this is an acceptable career choice and it's equally respectable. And uh, the women can can actually play cricket and do it pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hijab, I wanted to ask your opinion on this as well. You know, I've heard you speak about this quite passionately on the Twitter spaces and other uh other venues as well. Yeah, Sami. So I do want to apologize. I do tend to get carried away sometimes in spaces, especially when we're talking <laughs> no about No need to apologize at all. <laughs> and there's struggles. <laughs> Anyone who's listening, if I get carried away, this is this is a fair warning to you. But uh, on a serious note, um, Alvina just pointed everything out very beautifully. So I agree with that. But there's, there's just one other aspect that needs to be pointed out here. And that's the aspect of viewers, of the support. Cricket is nothing without people who are watching it. It's nothing without the game, the passion, the love that is provided by us, by the people who are watching mm-hmm. it. Um, no game is complete without the spectators, without the viewers. So I do believe we as viewers have a huge responsibility on us um, to promote women cricket. We need people, we need heroes. We need good advertisement. We need good marketing. We need to bring forward the people who are excelling in their in the field right now. Just a, just a small example. Um, I said this in the Twitter space as well, that uh, three of our um, men cricketers received ICC awards this time. Um, uh, Shaheen got one, Rizwan got one, our skipper Babur got one. But there was one more award that was uh, given to Pakistan, and that was for the emerging ICC player of the player of the year. And that was that went to Fatima mm-hmm. Sana. I didn't see anybody interview her. I didn't see anybody talk about her. I didn't see anybody um, going to her house or congratulating her or just inviting her to talk about her experience and talk about her, her journey or anything like that. So that's the difference. You can clearly see how much publicity, how much love and support is given to our men's cricket. Nothing against them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a diehard Barber fan. Alvina knows. Everybody <laughs> on Twitter knows. I love them. I love them to death, but nothing against them. They deserve everything that's coming their way and inshallah they will excel. But what about the women cricketers? You're not giving them the same amount of love, same amount of support in the 90s pakistan had heroes like imran khan you in the 80s you had Masima akram you had you had in zamamul haq you had shahid afridi you had shway bakhtar all these cricket greats that motivated a whole generation to play cricket for pakistan and and represent their country there was a fire lit in our a nation to just pursue this as a career and you can see the talent that's coming through 
um, in our in our uh, domestic pool right now in, when, when it comes to men's cricket. But what about women? When did they get promoted? When did we create women heroes? Salami was never given the credit that she deserved. She was the number one ODI bowler. And that's a huge thing coming from, from, coming from a country that doesn't even pr- promote women cricket. So we need heroes. We need people to motivate. And who create heroes? The mm-hmm. media does. The people do. We need to hype them up to the same level that we're hyping our men cricketers up. That's the kind of support they need. So I think that's a very um, uncomfortable topic because this includes us. We have to look um, in the mirror um, and and realize what Mm -hmm. we're doing. We need to promote Mm -hmm. them. We need to talk about them. We need to hype them up. Um, Atif Nawaz is one of the people on Twitter and he's actually a brilliant commentator and he, he, he was, he's, he's the one that is actively promoting women cricket in Pakistan and although he's in UK, he talks about it Absolutely. extensively. His insights are great. Um, so that gives, me a, that gives me hope that the new generation that's coming in, that the new people that are coming into media, into broadcast, they are going to change this very soon and that's my hope. Um, that it will happen, inshallah, and Pakistani women will get the credit, will get the reward that they need. And also, we need to put more money into our women's cricketer because money is a great motivator for anybody. Um, our women receive a lot of backlash from their families when they tell them that we want to play or we want to represent our country. So it can be a huge motivator when you are earning a lot of money and you are putting that money into your family. I know it's a, it's a bit um, difficult to talk about, but more, more than... I think more than 90% of our cricketers, they do not come from a very stable financial mm-hmm. background. So if you want to motivate people, give them what they need to survive. And then they'll give you what they Absolutely. have. They'll give you everything that they have. Um, I wanted to add That's something. Oh, yeah. Can I add something? Go ahead. I agree with everything Hijab said. And I just wanted to add, uh, like Hijab, and I mentioned in the Twitter space as well, we need more movies and dramas surrounding women cricketers. Like, there should have been a biopic on Sanamir. There should be a biopic on Fatma mm-hmm. Sana and how, you know, her story is very inspiring too. She played with her brothers. That's, she developed fast bowling because she thought she wanted to get them out and her brothers were like, okay, come, maybe you should try fast bowling. Her story is pretty in, is <laughs> interesting too. Uh, we need movies. They can be fictional movies. You do not even have to have proper bio, biopics. We see how our neighboring country has been doing. They've been, they're making biopics. They're moving, making a lot of movies mm-hmm. on sports. And we need to see uh, like how to get to you know how to get the, to the common people you know a, a lot of our population is invested in dramas and movies so and then ads basic ads none of our cricketers have featured in ads like only recently i saw sana mir in an ad with babar which was great uh, this was the key mm-hmm. ad i think i don't know uh we need more like there's a, the world cup going on but their women are not in any ads where like they should be they should be doing more ads. They should be on the screen. They should be on the billboards. So people can actually realize that, yeah, you can become a hero. You can be a woman cricketer and you can become a hero. And then people will be motivated to sending their daughters and their sisters into this game and then backing them when they when they want to join the cricket. Uh, you need to show that this is com- like an acceptable and respectable job and you can become a hero for your nation. Uh, Sanamir is a hero like we need, but we haven't celebrated her enough, and that's why maybe uh, we're still behind, and we're still. I'm sure many of the many of the common people do not even know that she was number one ODI bowler at a time. So we're not celebrating them mm-hmm. enough. We we need more, obviously, more sponsorships for them. They should be everywhere. They should be on the billboards. They should be in the, they should be in the, on the ads, in the ads. 
so people can actually see that yeah you can do great things you can make you know, your country proud you can make your family proud these women are making their families proud they're making their country proud they're doing so much mhm and uh, hijab uh, you know we've been talking about some, a lot of the problems that exist uh, you know in supporting women's cricket and making it more accessible um i was wondering if you could also talk about you know the solidarity building that is happening um i, I remember you talking about this uh, on the twitter spaces uh, conversation do you mean solidarity earlier. within the team or a uh, solidarity building in terms of supporting women's cricket uh, you know between uh, men and women uh, you know pakistani men and women supporting uh, women's cricket in general oh yeah definitely we absolutely need that and um the narrative is changing from from where i can see maybe it's not changing fast enough that is debatable but um it's definitely changing we are getting people who are willing to speak about women cricket who are willing to promote it we do have um a bit of a disadvantage as well when it comes to um women in any field or any any um you know it's not just about cricket to be very honest with you something we we mm-hmm. we face these challenges in a 95 corporate job we face these challenges even when we are working from home or doing anything to be very honest with you so um we are at a disadvantage because we have a certain sector of uh, a certain section of people that will bring religion into um you know um the conversation and they'll 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 start opposing your uh passion and your uh career and stuff like that so that's something that we have to fight as well but there is a large section of men that have come in, come into the light recently that are uh, supporting women that are speaking mm-hmm. about them i mentioned atif there are, there's a change of pace team they are pretty vocal about women cricket as well and there are certain other notable people not just not just um people uh who are viewers but people who are actually in broadcast people who are um you know ex cricketers um of this country and other countries as well that are coming into spotlight and are t- talking openly about their support for women cricket and that is extremely important we need to be um we need to be uh, we need to be standing together to support this um i have said this very openly that none of this is possible without the support of the men in our society we do need you guys to stand with us if there are mm-hmm. 10 men opposing us we need 100 of you supporting us as well to finally 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 stand there and win something and uh, you know uh, make our country proud so that is absolutely important to do thank you so much um finally i know i'm conscious of the time and i don't want to take uh, you know you've both have already given me so much of your time i'll just keep it short with one last question um you know there was an announcement by ramiz raja that uh, we will be seeing women's psl from i believe next year um what do you both think about the impact that might have um i'm looking forward to it i'm pretty excited about this announcement i think we need some we needed something like that i have my questions like where are we going to get the talent pool from but i'm hoping it will uh, lead to more talent hunts and more domestic competitions and more league more domestic you know leagues on small level to discover more talent but i think it would be great for our women they'll get more exposure they'll be playing with other international cricketers uh they'll be sharing the dressing rooms with some of the great names and then some uh, amazing coaches and they'll learn to handle pressure better um, which will eventually help them in the international game we see we saw how the men's psl helped our men's cricket team we've got some amazing players coming out of psl uh the players have learned to handle pressure better the like men's team used to crumble mm. under pressure as well we've had multiple collapses um we still have collapses but like we've learned to handle pressure better we've done 
we this is a clear improvement and uh, i'm hoping a uh, women's psl mm-hmm. will actually have a great impact because like they'll get to share the dressing room with great players they'll be working under different coaches and uh, they'll be learning from different match situations different players how they they approach a game how they handle pressure how to cross how to cross the line when the, the games get close so i'm really looking forward to it i think it will be great for uh, the development of our women's cricket and for getting viewership as well uh, you see how psl has a huge following uh, women's psl will bring more audience to women's mm-hmm. cricket as well there will be more people come interested in watching and su- supporting their players because and then eventually they'll be supporting the international women's team as well following their games closely so i think it will have a great effect and i'm hoping it will lead to more training academies and talent scouting for women's cricket and develop help more people come to this game help more women take up this game as a career more families accept their girls taking up this taking this up as a career alvina put it beautifully that this is going to be a very exciting prospect for pakistan cricket especially for women and i do believe that our pcb chairman uh ramesh raja is pretty serious about this he mentioned this as well when we were in voice of pakistan he mentioned it that he's looking for people for the under 19 psl and also for the women's psl so for selfish reasons i'm hoping that it will happen because i'll get to commentate on that hopefully nice. but um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um um i do believe that psl would be a huge step when it comes to bringing our women's cricketer and you know to every home and making them a household name every child should know the name of every cricketer we have um just the same as they know the name of all the cricketers that we have in our men's team they should know women's team as well and that is going to bring a lot of recognition to them it's going to bring a lot of money into the game uh pcb will be able to sponsor more tournaments we will be able to um go for bilateral series i believe so yeah this is going to be a huge stepping stone towards the development of women's cricket in pakistan and uh we're hoping that this will happen in the coming year or maybe in the in a uh, you know in a couple of years so absolutely thrilled about women's psl i cannot wait I cannot wait to see Heather the likes of Heather Knight and Haley Matthews playing in Pakistan in front of me because they're absolutely sensational and amazing. I cannot I know right and I cannot wait for um the, and um I cannot wait for um for the absolute genius of Diana Beg and to see uh the likes of Bisma Maroof and Mani Bali in front of me and you know with how house full packed stadiums in Pakistan so this is going to be a huge huge step and I'm really fingers crossed really hoping that this will happen inshallah Fingers crossed it happens and fingers crossed you get the country gig. So, um thank you so much to both of you for giving me so much of your time. I really appreciate it and uh take care. Thank you for having us. Thank you Sami, it was an absolute honor. pleasure. Yeah. I had a great time. Thank you, Veena. Bye bye. Thank you, Hija. <laughs> bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Before I finish, I just want to say thank you to Dikobe for letting me use his music. You can donate to my Patreon page if you would like to help me in continuing to do these podcasts. Links with information about the guests, the music, and the Patreon page can be found in the podcast description. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.